Uh, hey, today, today's a very special Sunday for us as a church here at Northview. We just came out of an incredible Easter season, and this morning, we get to continue the celebration of Easter as a family, and that's absolutely incredible. As we, as we uh, celebrate, as you guys have seen and heard even this morning, numerous baptisms each service. We have 10 of our own getting baptized here this morning, which is absolutely, yeah, we can, we can clap for that. That's all right. Thanks, Brian. Absolutely. I want us to think of this morning as a celebration, as a family celebration, and you all, whether you are here in person or online, get to join in, and that is absolutely incredible, because today's important, not just for the people getting baptized and their families, but for us as a church. Today is about all of us. Uh, my name's Rob. I'm the student ministry director here at Northview, uh, usually the one giving announcements on Sunday morning. Great job, James. <laughs> uh, I'll dig out my Mariner's clothes. I, I, I was there. Um, but I get to be here with you this morning. We're also joined by our middle school and high school students. They're going to be sitting in both services because out of the 10 baptisms this morning, nine of them are in our student ministry, which is absolutely <laughs> incredible. And it makes it a little extra special because many of these students I've had the honor of knowing for my entire duration here at Northview. For example, Anthony Cook's going to get baptized in a little bit. He's a senior this year. Uh, I've known Anthony since he was in fifth grade. And so it's those kind of things that we get to celebrate as a family today. Uh, I do want to give one other shout out. There's some people here that I, I, I think I just need to, to acknowledge. Uh, Mom and dad are in the back. They're doing an awesome job. My wife, Amanda, and our little son, Jackson. So if you, if you haven't met Jackson... We know he's the highlight of our family. You use us to get to him. That's fine. We've accepted it. Uh, but go, go and say hi. He turns eight months old tomorrow, uh, which is crazy, which is crazy. And many of you have been on that journey with us. Now, Jackson, for Amanda and I, brought a, a lot of positive notes, positive emphasis to the year. We found out that we were pregnant in, in December of 2019, and I just got a Facebook notification that one year ago today we revealed that we were having a boy. And if we remember one year ago today, give or take a couple weeks, everything changed. And we are aware enough that while having Jackson and, and for many of us here getting to rally around new life and a baby uh, is a very good thing, the last year for many of us was hard. And it was difficult, and it was confusing at times as we had to make the shift to online, as uh, we canceled programs. I, I told the students that the, the day uh, that myself and our middle school director, Zeb, had to cancel summer camp, I got off the phone with, with Camp Bighorn, and I just sat down and cried because it was just one thing after another. And I think for a lot of us at the core of it was a question of wondering, where is God and what is he doing? And we may not want to admit it uh, in conversation, but I think some of us, myself included, I'll be vulnerable, doubted during the year of, God, where are you? And this morning, we get a powerful reminder that he was with us all along. And not only was God with us, but the Holy Spirit was moving active and alive in the lives of the people sitting next to you. And not just that, but the people were alive and they were listening and they were responding to the call of the Holy Spirit by taking steps in faith, either recommitting their lives to Jesus or committing for the very first time. 
And today they want to come before you to declare it. Not to say, yet yeah, when I was at home during quarantine, Jesus did some good things in my life, but you know, that was at home. Like, no, this is, I'm coming before my church body. I'm being streamed on the internet, so this is never going away. <laughs> and I'm declaring whose I am this morning in front of my family. We're going to get to uh, what I'm calling this morning's main event in just a few minutes, but I think it's important to lay a, a little bit of foundation, a little bit of framework of how we got to where we are right now. What led to these decisions? And even the question of why does it matter to us as a church body? So we're going to dive into that. Would you join me in a word of prayer as we do so? Jesus, I ask you to continue to be a part of this morning. Thank you for each person that's coming up before you, Lord. It's, it's an act of surrender. It's an act of courage. It's a, really an act of celebration. Lord, be with us this morning. May we learn from you. May we be encouraged by what we see. Thank you for the things that you've done at Northview over this last year. In your son's name, amen. So I want to dial it back just a little bit, just to the big picture of Northview and to Northview's mission statement. All right, I, I did my undergrad work in business, so a good mission statement, right? That's, that's core at what we do. And you may have seen it online. You may have seen it in the lobby. But I want to share with you uh, Northview's mission statement. You can see it up there that Northview Community Church is committed to encouraging people to become more like Jesus by celebrating God, serving one another, and sharing God's love with our world. The focus of this mission is to encourage people to be more like Jesus. With the subsequent three actions of celebrating, serving, and sharing, the result of being more like Jesus. Simply put, we want people to be more like Jesus because we recognize that if we're left to ourselves, we are fallen, sinful, lost, incredibly selfish creatures. But with the saving grace of Jesus, we're made whole. We're made alive. We receive salvation and forgiveness from our sins. And really, this isn't just me being a, a poster boy for Northview. I really can't think of a better mission for a body of believers, for a church, than to want to see people made like Jesus. Jackson agrees. That's awesome. And we don't want just that. We want, we want people's lives changed. We want to change lives here at Northview. Because I want us to look less like ourselves, and I want us to look more as the author of Hebrews says, as the author and protect, uh, perfecter of our faith. That's who I want us to look like. Now, I'm also up here, as we said, nine of the ten are, are students this morning, and I work with the students, and I've been involved with our student ministry for the last eight years or so in different capacities, and I, I want to show you what our mission in student ministries is. We operate under this, this mission of creating lifelong disciples of Jesus who are engaged with script, the scriptures and are committed to celebrating God serving others, and sharing Jesus. Now, obviously, they're very closely connected. Because in student ministry, we want students to enter into a personal relationship with Jesus and become lifelong disciples of him. That is, we want to encourage them to be students of Jesus, not just to understand him in a hypothetical sense or even in an academic sense, but in a real 
personal sense. It's that combination of knowing the theology of Jesus, but also having a personal relationship with him as well. This is hard. If you know the statistics out there, student ministry is, is difficult. As students leave, there's a 40 to 70% likelihood that a high school student that leaves the church will never return. Even more exciting that we get to celebrate students this morning. For those of you not as connected with our student ministry, or maybe you were at one point in time, we have a lot of alumni families out here. Uh, we really focus in accomplishing this through a variety of ways. The first is Sunday morning teaching with myself and Zeb up with our middle school and high school students. Another major component is our midweek program, high school on Tuesdays, middle school on Thursdays, that we get to have students really focused in discipleship groups, in, in groups that they are matched with people all around you with caring adults who love Jesus and love students and want to see their lives changed. Most of our leaders, I just want to give a little shout out, most of our leaders walk with students in these small groups from sixth grade until they graduate. And that's where real life change happens when you have this incredible seven-year span of relationship and life on life together. I mean, we also have various events throughout the year. I mean, we can, we can still have fun while encouraging to be like Jesus. Yes, sometimes laser tag is part of our job, and that's awesome. We get to do that. Or archery tag during advance just a couple weeks ago for the high school students. Uh, we have various overnights and retreats that we do to, to be able to break away from distraction. Uh, summer camp is probably our big pinnacle of the year. This year, we're going back out to Montana. Not a shameless plug for camp, but if you have a middle school and high school student, spots are filling up quickly, and uh, <laughs> you should sign up. Uh, but student ministry really focused on wanting to make disciples, create lifelong disciples of Jesus. If you ever want to talk more student ministry, myself or Zeb, we'd be, we'd be more than happy to, to talk to you about that and tell you more about what we do. Uh, when we look at both of these missions, I think a question is raised, and uh, what does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus? You might be there and you're like, okay, you've said that in regards to the church and student ministries, but what in the world does that even mean? And I think we could make the, comp the, the answer really long and complicated because we believe that you want to be a lifelong uh, disciple of Jesus, but it's not complicated. There's two components in my mind, in my view, to being a disciple of Jesus. The first is that we need to follow the teachings of Jesus. This is really the core of, being, of what it means to be a student of Jesus. In fact, in the Gospel of John, which records aspects of Jesus' life and ministry, uh, Jesus himself teaches on this. And if I'm interested in following Jesus and Jesus himself is teaching me, you should follow what I have to say. It's, it's probably pretty important. You can see here from John 15, Jesus is urged to believers of follow what I have commanded you. Follow my teachings. Follow my ways. If we love Jesus, we'll follow and we'll do and we'll obey what he's asked of us. In fact, the Bible teaches that to follow the teachings of Jesus should bring joy in our life. And this does usually mean living, acting, thinking, speaking, and loving differently than the world around us. And that's a very good thing. To follow the commands of Jesus is to be different than the culture. Disciples follow their master's teachings, and we must follow the teachings of Jesus. Thankfully, through the scriptures, Jesus provides his word, his instruction to humanity. He doesn't just tell us to follow him and then leave us behind. He brings us in and he teaches us and he instructs us. The second element of being a disciple of Jesus is to follow his example. 
First John writes about this, that whoever claims to be in, in Jesus must live as he did. If we claim to follow Jesus, we must seek to emulate his life, to take his example and live it out ourselves. This includes being obedient to where God calls us, placing the needs of others over the needs of ourselves, loving the lost, serving the poor, and so much more. To follow Jesus is to act like him. This involves knowing his word, his story, his ministry, and his character in order to reflect that back onto others. When I think through these two elements of being a disciple of Jesus, I realize that the practice that we're going to engage in this morning of baptism is a combination of both of them. Through his teachings in life, Jesus demonstrated that baptism is something that should be practiced by those who are confessing to follow him and surrendering their lives to him, who have put their faith and trust in him. Baptism is to follow. Jesus demonstrated through his ministry. And I've pulled a few ideas together for us to just walk through really quick about what baptism is and how we we view and practice baptism here at Northview. If you want to know more, any of the staff, we'd be happy to talk to. There's also some handouts uh, out in the lobby. You're welcome to grab one of those and and, and check it out. But here's, here's Rob's master list of baptism. Thank you to whoever laughed at that. I appreciate that. Solidarity. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Just got my back. <laughs> so the first thing that baptism is, is it's a, a sign of a personal confession of faith. Scripture teaches that following this confession of faith, this declaration of choosing the way of Jesus over the way of us, recognizing him as the Savior that I need, baptism is, is an is a outward act of this new inward changed dynamic and reality this idea of confession is to come under the authority of god to recognize my own sin my own disobedience and express a truly repentant heart an understanding of his grace and mercy and that that's the only way to live both here and in the eternal we talked about this during the easter service talking about the worthiness of jesus When you confess your faith, you're acknowledging that he is in fact worthy. Baptism is reserved for those who have been born again of God's spirit. It is for the Christ follower. It's an important step in declaring one's faith. Here at Northview, we believe that that baptism follows that act of faith, uh, that declaration. And for us, those of a certain age, especially infants, cannot declare a personal faith. So we do not... Uh, practice infant baptism here because we believe the importance on being of a mature and old enough mind to be able to understand what is happening, to be able to declare who Jesus is, to be able to think, act, and understand, and choose each for themselves. This morning, each of our baptism participants uh, have declared Jesus as their Savior and pledged a relationship to him. Some recently in the last year and some many years ago and now deciding that now is the right time. Uh, The second aspect of baptism that's important is its symbolic association with the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. When we participate in baptism, we're symbolically entering into the same thing that we studied over Good Friday and, and Easter Sunday. This act of life, death, and resurrection identifies us with Jesus as it symbolizes his own life, death, and resurrection. It's a way of dying to our old selves and being raised again 
in Jesus in new life. We do that through the act of water where we represent our, our old life, the washing away of our sins, the death of the water, and resurrection back again. And no, we don't hold people under longer than they need to. There's not like a chart that we use. It's all right. Parents have offered. Parents have asked. No money has exchanged hands. Uh, I do tell students that there's nothing special about the water that we use. In fact, yesterday, Pastor Steve sp- filled it with a, from the spigot right over there. But it's that symbolism of entering alongside Jesus in his life, death, and resurrection. Uh, the third point that is especially true for us today is I believe with baptism, there's an act of commissioning by the church. Jesus himself was baptized, adding another element of importance if we're serious about following his example. We realize he was baptized and now we should be as well. It was, Jesus' baptism was at the start of his earthly ministry. He had been born as we celebrate on Christmas, grew up understanding the ways of humanity. Uh, and at the beginning of his ministry, the beginning of the final years to the cross, Jesus himself was baptized as really a divine commissioning from God at the start of this ministry. And so when we get baptized as well, especially in front of here, it's really a commissioning. It's men and women understanding who Jesus is and saying, I'm going to step forward into a life of ministry and missions, even if that's at home with my neighbors next door for the rest of my life. For many of our baptisms this morning, for six of them, this is very real. Because six of the students getting baptized this morning are joining me, uh, joining myself, Shannon Fallon, and, and Melissa Wagner as we head down to Mexico this summer. These students wanted to get baptized before their mission trip as a way of saying, I want to go under Jesus before our mission trip. And one of the th- things we've talked about is it's a commission for this trip and beyond. That for many of the students this morning, this trip is really a launching point into a lifetime of following Jesus. And on a side note, I do want to say a sincere thank you to those of you that are supporting our trip. I am completely humbled and in awe of your incredible generosity uh, as we plan and prepare for our trip. The last uh, and fourth element is not necessarily biblical. It's not taught, but I think it's important. It's, that baptism is a demonstration of community and discipleship. Now, there are stories in the Bible of people being baptized one-on-one without people there, uh, but there's also stories of people being around. And I think that we have the privilege this morning of adding community in as part of our baptisms. Each person up here is here both because of their own decision to follow Jesus as well as the support, the prayer, the teaching, the instruction from many of you. You've all impacted every person coming up here, whether you know it or not, or whether it's indirect or direct. God created humanity for, for fellowship, for community, for communion like this, even online. We're still gathered together this morning. And as we celebrate the individuals this morning, I want to thank everyone for impacting them, for encouraging them. And I want to especially thank our small group leaders in our middle school and high school ministry for impacting the lives of these students. You guys are an incredible team. So that brings us to the celebration before us this morning. Uh, A little bit of here's what's going to happen. You'll be introduced to each uh, baptism participant, baptizee, whatever, I, I don't know. Uh, via a a video testimony that we'll play on the screen behind us. Now, these videos, uh, you can understand, are just a couple minutes long. There's no way to capture somebody's entire life in in just a couple minutes. These are a snapshot. What I would tell people as as we were recording them, that this is an introduction. This is to allow the people of Northview to see who you are and to understand a little bit of what the work of the Holy Spirit has been like in your life. 
I hope that they shed light on each person, allow you to better understand who they are and, and why they've decided to get baptized. I also want to encourage you as you hear the stories, if there's things that you resonate with or reflect on, talk to them. Go up after service and engage and, and, and be encouraged in that. Uh, while the video plays, a little bit of housekeeping. So while the video plays, that family, don't be too distracted by them. They're going to come up on stage and join. We're going to be over here. Uh, following, the baptism, or following the video, we'll engage in baptism. I'll, I'll ask them a couple questions, uh, and we'll go with that, And at which point we will then have them come out, and as a family, we will pray for them, and then we'll go on to the next video. Uh, one important note is that not everyone could be baptized in one service this morning. We have 10 baptisms. That would make for a really fun, exciting one service, and the other one would be like, hey, sorry you missed all the excitement. So we decided to split. We're doing five and five. We wanted to show you, here's our second service crew. So you'll be introduced to the, the baptisms of first service over the next little bit. This is who's getting baptized during second service. Uh, we're very excited for them. I want to encourage you, if you know them or their families, reach out. I also kind of want to challenge you, if you're here in person this morning, stay for second service and, and celebrate them as well. Or if you can't stay uh, and you got to head home or you're online, we're going to be streaming our second service this morning as well. We haven't done that yet, but we wanted to provide an opportunity for as many people to see and experience today as possible. So we're going to be live streaming our 1030 service as well. So with that, we're going to shift our hearts into celebration this morning um, with our first, our first video and our first baptism, which I want to give just a slight introduction to. Uh, this first video is longer than the rest, and that's because it's featuring three people mom, daughter, and daughter by marriage. And one of the cool things this morning is there's some, the, uh, it's just really cool. <laughs> Caleb's going to be baptizing his, his wife and daughters this morning alongside us. Um, I just want to share, I, I don't remember, I'm sorry, I've edited a lot of videos, I don't remember what's in there, but Sydney shared at one point that when her mom married Caleb, she finally understood what a God-honoring and Jesus-loving man was. And when she said that, I almost cried. And I was like, let's get Caleb on there. Like, let's get him up here. That's awesome. Um, so go ahead and take a look at their video here. Hi, I'm Katrina. And this is my daughter, Sydney, and my daughter by marriage, Adelaide. I want to get baptized now because um, I've been thinking about it for a couple of years. Um, and the time just, things seem to work out right this time. Um, that outward sign to the community um, that uh, we're called to do. Um, now it's just the time. I wanted to get baptized because um, I'm going on a mission trip this summer and I think there's been a lot of things, especially this past year, from wanting to get baptized. It's kind of been on my heart for a while and then just been a lot of things just this year with like going to youth groups and with the mission trip that's kind of like guiding me that way. I always like grew up going to church, which doesn't necessarily mean I knew exactly who God was and why I wanted to follow him. Um, because I was always told who God was and um, and I think now's a good time because I've lost a bit of connection with him, um, being stressed out with school, and I think I really want to recenter myself and focus on what he wants me to do next. Okay, well, when my life was completely off track, <laughs> um, I can look back now and see people that God very clearly put in my life 
um, that were examples of people walking with God. I've got a list of people that I that I am thankful for that God put in my life to kind of gently put me back on track, um, and especially the ones that were sure to let me know that nothing I had done so far was so horrible that I could not be forgiven and that my life could not be redeemed and there couldn't be some good that came out of any of it. So it's been an amazing journey the last years here. The last six years of being part of this church family, um, it's been amazing. Um, I've made really some <laughs> very good friends, you know, the women at Bible study, um, and just knowing I've got these women that I can um, lean on and call on um, that will be there for me, um, that I know that I can send out the mass text and say, I need prayers now for something, and that I've got all the support um, all the time. Um, and it's, it's a safe space to land. This is also one of the first churches that I've like actually been able to connect with the kids and um, yeah, all of the <laughs> teenagers, the teenagers. <laughs> and um, uh, learn more about God and grow with Him rather than you know just going there and being like, okay, it's church every Sunday, I follow my parents still, I'll go with them because I'm too nervous to go see people I don't know. There you go. Catch on her show a little bit. Of when my mom married Caleb, my stepdad, and a lot of that, and getting like that new half of my family. Well, part, is that a half? Short. Sure. Let's make it a half of my family, and getting more siblings, like that one. Um, <laughs> uh, it was like very meaningful because, especially with, with seeing Caleb, how he lived his faith, he was kind of an inspiration for me. Being like, that's what it's supposed to look like. And Mima, the and super Mima. prayer yes, warrior. Yes, yes, and Mima and Pappy and that that whole side of the family. Just mm -hmm. that was like, that definitely was like, it's more than just sitting in a church and listening to someone talk at you. It's, it's, it's a, a life, it's a living it's, match. It's a day to day. Yeah, and that was like, okay, this isn't boring. <laughs> I think this baptism and this church can also, and has also brought our family together. Uh, church on Sundays is something that we can all go to and on the drive home I really really look forward to because we all get to talk about what we learned and Katrina tells us what she learned and we tell her what we learned and um, like she said earlier we learn from each other and it's really helped us grow as a family so I'm super excited for this baptism because I think that's really gonna open a new chapter for our family also. Okay hello I'm Sydney. I'm Katrina. And I'm Addie. And today, we're getting baptized. All right, come on up. Do you want to use the steps or do you want to try to step in? Hey, this is exciting. Caleb, thanks for, thanks for joining up here. This is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Christina, I just have a couple questions for you. Have you accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? I have. Do you commit to following his way for your life? I do. All right, then it's my honor to witness, and I know it's Caleb's honor, to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
Who's up next? Adelaide. Addie, have you accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? I have. You ready to follow him for your whole life? Yes. All right. It's our honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right, Sid. You're next. feel um, kind of cold kind of warm <laughs> <laughs> Sid have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior are you ready to follow him for your whole life yes. you ready to come with me to Mexico this summer yes awesome <laughs> then it's our honor to baptize you in the name of the Father Son and the Holy Spirit Hey, Northview family here and online, would you join me as we pray for this family? Oh, Jesus, we thank you this morning. It's so much fun to celebrate mom and daughters taking a step together, Lord. I can't think of a better way to celebrate this morning. Lord, I thank you for Caleb and his testimony of what it looks like to be a man after you. And Lord, as we go forward from here, may Katrina and her girls just exemplify what it means to be a daughter of the Most High. Thank you for bringing them here, Lord. Thank you for allowing them to experience this together, and thank you for allowing us to be part of it. Be with them and bless them from here, Lord, in your son's name. Amen. All right, thank you, guys. All right, go ahead and meet the next. Surrender is, um, to me, uh, just saying, uh, yes, I give up on myself, like, doing things independently, independently. Uh, so giving my life to Christ and yeah, follow his footstep like every single thing uh, he said to us. Because when we sur surrender, that's when we find the truth and uh, live like uh, the righteous. The reason I want to get baptized is because um, I've been following Jesus for a long time, and um, this time I wanted to take it serious and take the next step, and um, by getting baptized that I'm showing I'm his follower, and uh, I'm trying to be like his disciples. A lot of times uh, when I read the Bible, and uh, at some point, I remember the words of what Jesus said, and so when I do them in action, it feels great. So that changed me because uh, if I didn't learn from him, I wouldn't be this kind of person. It's, it sounds easy, but it's a big deal to me. It's when Jesus said uh, the biggest of all rule is laughing out about people, and when I think about that, it's, it makes sense. Like literally yeah that's big for me my plan is basically just being disciple literally just 
doing an action, helping people, and telling them about God. And yeah, that's all I want. And I, I believe that might be his plan too. Who knows? Uh, working with Jesus might be um, not the easiest uh, way, but it's worth it because every single thing he said on the Bible is perfect, and every single thing he prayed is perfect, like when I read it. And to me, that's the righteous uh, man right there. I have hope in Jesus, and Jesus to me is, he is uh, clearly. Uh, my king and uh, uh, my leader and my teacher and my God. Hey, my name is Tesfai Bong and today I'm going to get baptized and I'm going to surrender my life to Jesus. Yeah! <laughs> hey, you got your, we got the Bong clan up here. This is awesome. Uh, you ready? Do you believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior and you accepted him? Yeah. You ready to follow him for your life and share him with other people? I'll ask you the same question I asked Sydney. You ready to go to Mexico with me this summer? Oh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> All right, then it's my honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hey, let's, let's lift up Testify and the Bonds in prayer together, all right? Oh, Jesus, we thank you for this family. Lord, I thank you for their, their active obedience to the call you put on their lives all those years ago to bring the boys over, and now we get to celebrate with Testify, Lord, as he once again commits his life to you, surrenders to you, Lord, and picks your way over his. And I know from talking to him, he's excited about being able to share you with other people. May you equip him, and may, we, may you send him, Lord, where he needs to be. Be with him, Lord. Strengthen him and encourage him for the season ahead. In your son's name, amen. amen. All right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. I think surrendering is pretty important because I mean, God's way versus my way. My way probably is not the greatest, so I need to surrender that to God, to recognize that His way is better, and it's so long as I keep trying to force my way into the equation, it's probably not going to go well for me. So surrendering that earlier is better than later. I suppose that ties into the why I should get baptized now as well. Getting baptized in this moment of time. Before a big adventure of college, I think, is really important. Just to make the declaration, not only to others, but to myself. So just kind of keep in mind that I've declared it. That through all the decisions, i got to keep God in mind. And I think I'd like to get baptized now because I'd like to make that decision obvious to others that I choose God's way. Because I would definitely say that the last Mexico mission trip influenced my walk with Jesus. But I wouldn't be able to easily pinpoint what it was about the trip. There isn't necessarily one specific moment on the trip that changed that. It was kind of a whole general 
the whole thing. I don't know, maybe it's a community thing. It's like all the people together worshiping and getting into the Bible really helped me. I think advice from a high school student getting ready to go off to college and especially getting ready to go to a mission trip as well. I would say the earlier the better for making the decision to follow God. Hey, I'm Anthony Cook and I choose to get baptized today. Awesome. Anthony and I were just uh, chatting a little bit. He is a returner to our mission trip, so he and I get to go back down to Mexico for a second time together this summer. Very excited about that opportunity. Love this young man's heart to serve other people and incredible work ethic. Uh, Anthony, have you accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? I have. You have. Good. Are you ready to follow him in his way for the rest of your life? I am. You are. Anthony, it is nothing short of an honor to be able to baptize you today in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One more time, family, let's lift up this young man in prayer. Uh, Lord, I thank you for Anthony. I thank you for who he's been in our ministry, who he's been in my life, and now getting to see him uh, step out into the next season of life, Lord, getting ready to head to college in the fall and, and learning to trust in you in a whole new way. I pray, Lord, that you go before him. Line up people and opportunities to encourage him in his walk with you. Thank you for the work that you've done in his life, Lord. May he represent you well in every area that he goes. In your son's name, amen. Thank you, Cook family. It's awesome. So that, uh, that's this morning's. We got, like I said, five more uh, during second service, which is incredibly exciting. Uh, and I think the question is, what have we really witnessed here this morning? And I have a verse that summarizes what we've witnessed, what we've all been part of. And it, it comes from Jesus. It's one of the last things that he said to his people. And uh, we know it as the Great Commission. To go and make disciples, to baptize them, to teach them. And that Jesus himself is with us. That's what we get to witness here this morning. You are all part of a fulfilling and refilling of the Great Commission. I want to thank you for being part of it. And I want to encourage you, if during our time this morning, or, or maybe it was during Easter or, or at any other time, if you felt the Holy Spirit prompting and moving and speaking to you about either recentering your life once again or for the very first time on Him, or maybe you've been tracking for a while and you say, you know what, I too want to declare before my community that I am following Jesus. If there's anything like that that we can help you navigate, I want to encourage you, grab myself, Steve, James, Shannon, Zeb, Kayla, anyone on staff. Go online and fill something out and we'll reach out to you. We'd love to have that conversation of faith and life with you. And uh, if you want to get baptized, if you uh, want to take that step, we're happy to bring this out at any upcoming service and celebrate alongside you. Thank you for being part of our celebration this morning. As we close and the worship team is going to lead us in one more song, I invite you to, to turn your cel celebration, your thankfulness, your praise, uh, not towards a recognition of what the individual has done, but to the work of God. As we close this morning, may we, may we celebrate in the name of Jesus. Join me in a word of prayer. Jesus, I thank you for what you've done here today. Lord, I thank you for the demonstration of life in this church. Be with each of the five this morning, Lord, as they step forward into an aspect of new life with you. 
May you honor the decision made here today. May you bless them and be with them. Be with us, Lord, as we praise and celebrate together in your son's name. Amen.